The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Greetings to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. Stop waiting and give yourself the gift of truth. And by the way, we just recently added another great product. Earthing products, grounding products. So if you haven't experienced the wonders of grounding, take a look. Go to the store at veritasradio.com or go to sanitasradio.com and listen to the interview, wonderful interview with Clint Ober. I'm telling you, it worked wonders for me, a lot of my loved ones, family, friends, colleagues, employees, they just absolutely love it. And I just want to share it with you. So I had to speak with them so we can start representing their items. So take a look. Tonight, we delve deeper into the mysteries of the spirit realm and life between lives and how they can and do influence our current lives on earth. Get ready to discuss new information from advanced spirits in the afterlife who believe that the time has come to let people know the answers to the mysteries that have puzzled them for generations. Tonight's special guest is Barry Eaton. Barry has wide international experience in all areas of the media and entertainment industries. He is a well-known radio and TV presenter, having spent many years with the Australian Broadcasting Corporation and various commercial radio and TV stations. He produces and hosts the internet radio program RadioOutThere.com now in its 11th year, enjoying a worldwide audience. His first book, Afterlife, Uncovering the Secrets of Life After Death, was published in 2011. Barry is a qualified astrologer, psychic, and medium. He was given the 2012 Hall of Fame Award by the Australian Psychics Association. As head of the Faculty of Journalism at Macleay College in Sydney, Barry lectured in radio journalism and production from 1995 to 99. His uh, latest book is titled No Goodbyes, Life-Changing Insight from the Other Side. And directly from Mullumbimby, New South Wales, Australia, I would like to welcome Barry Eaton. Hello, Barry, and welcome to Veritas. Hi, Mel. Thank you very much. That was great. You got the Mullumbimby bit. A lot of people find that difficult. Well, It's an Aboriginal word um, out here in Australia. I cheated. I went to a website just to make sure I knew how to pronounce it. (laughs) Good for you. Well, Barry, we're in October, 
For some reason, October is a month where we tend to think a lot about lost ones, the spirit world, etc. Why don't we begin with your story? You lost you lost your wife in 1997. You say you finally reunited with your soulmate only to lose her again so quickly. You say that a few months later you reconnected. Share your story with us first, please. Okay, Mel, can I first mention the word lost has gone right out of my lexicon these days because I don't believe we lose anybody. Hence the title of my second book, No Goodbyes, because really there are no goodbyes because we are going to meet up again and we can even connect and communicate with our loved ones on the other side. So we don't lose them. It's just like they've gone into another room or uh, immigrated to another country or whatever and we contact them and we will be back with them. So that's one of the reasons that I actually wrote Afterlife, my first book, was to help people get over this incredible grief and upset and this feeling of loss because, as I said, we don't lose anybody. I think it goes right back to the fact that we are basically a spirit which contains a soul. The spirit is the, the soul vehicle and that attaches itself to our body so that we can have a human experience. We're not a body with a soul. We're a soul with a body. And once we can learn to have that differentiation, then it makes all the difference. But as I said, I wrote the book originally to help people get over this fear of so-called death and also to help them to, to cope with what they feel or felt was a great loss. And so far, it's been a fantastic reaction, Mel. I must say, I'm delighted. I even just got a, an email this morning from somebody in the States who uh, listened to one of my other broadcasts to say how much it helped them in the grieving process and and what a difference it made so they could actually just get on with their life and not fall apart. And this was from a a school teacher in the United States. So it's emails like that that really make my heart sing to know that uh, I can help people because I'm only passing the messages. I'm just the messenger. And it's been a, a wonderful, wonderful journey for me, and it's actually changed my life, I've got to tell you, Mel. And that word, lost, you're you're so right. It's one of those words that's very hard to leave behind. But as I say it, I think of what you just said. We don't lose anybody. We actually don't say goodbye. We just say bye for now. Well, that's right. It's like one of our members uh, of our family or friends heading off overseas to live. And we, we have this experience, this feeling of loss, but it's only a temporary loss. It's a feeling of, well, they're leaving our life. They're going to leave a hole in our life. But knowing the fact that now we can contact people, I mean, 100 years or so ago, we couldn't contact them. Maybe we got an occasional letter, which might take six months to get there. But now we've got the internet. We can pick up the phone. We can do all sorts of things and have contact. Well, we can do that with the other side as well. So it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling to know that people in our lives are going on and they're going home. That's basically what the afterlife is. That's our real home. And here we are out still on the adventure, but we can connect with home. And that's a wonderful feeling. So what happened in 1997? This is, I believe, when everything changed for you. It did. It changed dramatically. In, it goes back to actually a bit further than that. In 1990, I went through a divorce and my whole life changed. I've been doing a radio program at that stage, doing a lot of callback and um, also working with a, a psychic in another program I was doing. And I needed a change. I really thought I cannot keep going with my life the way I am. So I sort of put my head back and said, 
help, I need some help, somebody, anybody. And uh, the call went out to the universe, and I ended up studying astrology. As one of my regular guests on my talkback show was a guy called Gary, Gary Wiseman, good name, and he was uh, running astrology classes. So I said to him one night, I'm going to do your course next year, Gary. And he said, what? Where did that come from? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to do your course, which I did. Uh, it was a 12-month diploma in astrology, and at the end of that, I also um, worked with him on learning the tarot. So I opened up psychically. Well, a couple of years after my divorce, I met this beautiful lady called Judy, and we connected immediately, absolutely amazingly. She actually looked over at one night. We were, at, uh, we were out at dinner. We were both invited out there, and she looked at me, and she realized, she said afterwards, that she said, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this man. And tragically, that proved to be the case. We immediately found ourselves drawn to each other, as I said, and it wasn't very long before we realized that we had a huge soul connection. We stayed together for four years, and at the end of that time, she did pass very tragically, which was very, very sad, very shattering for me, and also for her, because I know I kept on getting messages from her because we were allowed to get in contact with each other. And she was saying how hard it was to be on the other side without me, and I was on this side without her. And we were able to communicate at first by automatic writing, uh, helped out by a medium, and then after that, my medium abilities increased to the extent that I was able to be in contact with her. So she was my immediate link with the afterlife. And then I kept on getting all these messages from her. It was quite amazing. Uh, all the messages saying, Barry, you've got to write a book, you know. You must write a book. Well, I've been in broadcasting and radio, television, theatre, film for all my life, all my working life. And I hadn't, I, I'd written documentary scripts and various other things, but I had never written a book. So I'm thinking, yeah, 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 right. So I kept on getting these messages. You have to write a book, Barry. It was coming from mediums. It came from a very good friend of mine, the late Bob Murray, Bob only passed over a few weeks ago in uh, in Canada. And he uh, contacted me one day and said, Hey, Barry, he said, I, I got Judy here. He said, uh, she keeps on saying to me, when are you going to write that book? <laughs> so I thought, all right, I'm being nagged from spirit. So I better get on and write the book. So I wrote a book, which wasn't just about the afterlife, but the publishers asked me to concentrate on that facet. And that's how Afterlife was born. That was the, the first book. Why did you decide to write a follow-up to the to the first one? Well, part of my research for Afterlife, the first book, is um, with a group of spirits. I'm still in contact with this group of spirits, and I hope they're with me right now. Let me just ask them. Uh, yes, I'm being told they are with me right now. They, they are. Whenever I'm doing any talks or anything like this, I have some wonderful guides and a spirit group that I work with, and a man called John, who is a former Australian film screenwriter and producer. I've known John for many years. When he passed over, we got in contact through a trans medium. Now, John is the spokespirit for a whole group of spirits, which I found out later. I thought at first it was just him and how wise he was, but he later told me that he's, he's a spokespirit, like a, a news anchor for about 95 different spirits at various levels of the afterlife. So after I'd finished Afterlife. It was published. It was out there. I'd done all my publicity and everything like that. I, I did another session with John just to sort of say, well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate what you've done for me, my guides, and to John. And he said, whoa, hang on. 
<laughs> just just don't go anywhere. You only just started. I said, what do you mean? I've, I've written a more. book. We went out there. So he said, oh, there's a whole lot more to go yet. I said, oh, really? He said, yes, and here we go. And that's how the genesis of No Goodbyes was. It, they wanted to get this information out, as you said in the intro there, Mel, that they've got so much information from the afterlife that they want to share with us. They want us to realize more than just, yeah, there is no death, and yes, you'll meet up with your loved ones. Sure, that's basic sort of stuff, but there's huge amounts of information. And so No Goodbyes um, started to be written as we delve deeper and deeper into the mysteries of, of the afterlife and the universe itself. Is this something before your wife passed away? Is this something you were interested in, or is this something that happened afterwards? Look, I've always been interested in all metaphysical subjects. On um, the radio program that I was talking to you about before, I connected with a clairvoyant back in the late 80s, and we started a, a radio program where she was purely the clairvoyant on air, and I was the radio host. And one night she said to me, you know, you're going to be doing all this sort of thing yourself soon. I said, oh, yeah, that'll be right. Um, <laughs> I'm on radio several nights a week. Uh, I'm running a PR business. I'm doing television work. I'm working seven days a week, 80 hours a week. And you tell me I'm going to be doing clairvoyant work as well? Well, she was right, wasn't she? <laughs> so it, it goes back a long way. And you said that you had some spirit guides or, or spirit contra contacts with you right now. This is going to be really interesting. Can you tell us more about these spirit contacts that you have? Yeah, of course. We all have spirit guides. Every single person on the planet has at least one spirit guide, somebody in spirit who is helping them, whispering in their ear, helping guide them, and perhaps that spirit guide has been with them before they were even born. As we develop... Some of us change guides as we go through life. But every single person has got this guidance that's there. Now, people might think, oh, yes, it was my, my dead mother or my you know, great uncle or my grandmother or whatever. Well, sometimes, sometimes that can be the case. But we also do have other spirit guides who just do nothing else except guide. So they are there with us. I've been so fortunate as I've worked more and more in this whole area of spiritual development and helping other people and doing readings and writing books and talks and whatever, I've built up as some spirit helpers on the other side and so a wonderful guide who's now working with me as a master guide and I have another guide who works with me just on the books and he will not work any, any other aspect of my life. So the more we do, the more guidance we get, but we've got to be open to this guidance, Mel. We've got to be trusting in it. Um, some people call them guardian angels, some, and, and we can have all sorts of fantastic help there. But we have to open to it and also be grateful for it and listen to this advice. Quite often we can get it through meditation. We can get it through just listening to our inner voice, our intuition, our wisdom from within. And it's there for every one of us. Now, I've got, as I said, some, a master guide, but also my spirit group who comes in and helps me when I'm doing on-air work like this. So some of the answers that come out of my mouth sometimes, and, and when I'm also talking, giving, giving a talk somewhere, I'll be saying things like, wow, where did that come from? Did I, I say know that? Where it, I'm sorry? No, I'm just saying sometimes you probably say, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I think that sometimes, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I have to say, I'm an open-minded person, but at the same time, many years ago, I had so many close encounters with death, almost death, that I always said, there must be somebody watching over me. So year after year after year, I tried, I tried, but I couldn't get contact until somebody told me, you have to be receptive. You have to meditate. You have to learn how to do that. And finally, a couple of years ago, I went somewhere where I was told, your spirit guide is called so-and-so. I'm not going to say the name now. Maybe you can tell me. If you have your friends there, you can tell me. But then I went to the same year. I went to a different conference, met with some friends there. They were playing a game. And all of a sudden, by the way, your spirit guide is here. And her name is the same name I was given somewhere else. And they didn't know about it. How is Fantastic. that possible? Uh, well, your spirit guide wanted to give you verification. And our spirit guides don't always share this kind of information. And, and people will say to me sometimes, well, what do I call my guide? I say, well, sit down, connect, and the first name that comes into your head will be the name that you can work with, you, with, with your guide. And it could be anything. Uh, and it doesn't really matter whether it is their name because sometimes um, our friends in spirit have got names that they might have had in their last life. But if it is an angelic name, they can be pretty long and complicated. So it's whatever is comfortable and whatever name comes to you, work with it. Just go with it. I mean, my master guide that I work with for my books just wishes to be known as M. Nothing else. Just M. So I call him M. Well, my first letter of my name is M, so I have some connection there, I guess. Now, what new areas does No Goodbyes cover? Well, Afterlife, book one, was basically a journey through the afterlife that that I based around my own experiences. I was taken back in a regression to the time that I was killed on the trenches in the First World War in my last life, and I went through the whole life-between-life process exploring all the way, uncovering what happens on the journey. And I added various other information from other spirit contacts and, and uh, mediums, etc. So No Goodbyes goes into the, the depth of this contact. Whereas Afterlife was the journey and describing basically what can be a generic kind of journey, because everybody has their own journey. It's like everybody's got their own life. We've got 7 billion plus people on the planet. Everybody's living their own life. We all have our own story. We're all the star of our own movie. And it's it's the same that when we get back to the afterlife, we have our own experiences, but they can be based around certain uh, events, shall we say. But No Goodbyes just goes into things much deeper from a uh, a general perspective that, the as I said before, the, those in spirit wanted us to share and know this information to help settle our mind and help us to also cope with life a lot better. And I, I've been absolutely delighted to pass this information on. Barry, there's this saying, you can't take it with you when you go, but you beg to differ. How so? I do. Yeah, we can't take money. We can't take possessions. We can't take material things with us and for so many people on the planet that's what life is all about the gathering of material products but what we do take is the imprint on our spirit of our activities and in many cases our health and whatever so the the spirit as i said being the vehicle for the soul when it returns to the afterlife it takes this imprint 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.